Welcome to the Take Five podcast from Fortinet. You give us a few minutes and we provide five cybersecurity insights based on the current trends impacting today's technology leaders. This podcast series taps into the experience from the Fortinet Field CISO team, focusing on the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk. I'm your host, Bob Turner, Fortinet's Field CISO for Education, and today we're talking with Willie Nelson, Fortinet CISO for Operational Technology. He's talking about the cybersecurity strategies for addressing cyber risk in OT. Welcome, Willie. Thanks for having me, Bob. Hey, Willie. Uh, my first uh, first thought here is that you know complexity comes up often in conversations with technology leaders. How is this creating hurdles that prevent proper cyber defense in OT? Well, you know, Bob, having lived in both worlds of IT and OT, I can honestly say I had no idea what complexity was until I crossed over to to OT. Uh, to create a security strategy that protects an environment that may only have a couple of downtimes a year, if you're lucky, and you can notif- and you cannot affect availability and safety, makes our jobs exponentially harder in OT. However, I do believe that Fortinet's focus on OT uh, and the purpose-built solutions, we enable our customers to overcome those hurdles and provide a secure, resilient environment. And it is all about resiliency at the end of the day. Yeah, I, I agree. It is. Yeah. So... So what are the ways to reduce the attack surface in OT and industries to avoid those bad actors from disrupting businesses? Yeah, it starts with one word, it's fragmentation. This is critical for OT because we have so many assets that are end of life, years ago actually, right? We live in the world of obsolescence, uh, one of my favorite words of uh, in, in OT. Uh, yes, our new technology has embraced the uh, secure by design mantra, or however, all of that legacy equipment is too expensive to replace just because it's vulnerable. We must present compensating controls and dovetail those things such as, you know, CTNA, that mindset, into the strategy to protect the old and the new. But let's be honest, this isn't just an OT issue. We are in o- we in OT need to work with our IT teams to ensure that they have the strategy to protect the environment as well. Uh, because, you know, IT is really the ingress into OT most of the time. And I want IT and OT to be equally diligent in their in this fight. FortiGuard Labs has seen a 2x growth in ransomware variants in the last half year. How can organizations stay current on the latest threats and trends? And what steps should they take to protect, proactively mitigate potential risks? Yeah, Bob, I could talk about this for hours, but I know that we've we've we're under the clock, and so I'll, I'll try to keep my uh, my answers you know, within the guardrails, if you will. Um, it really starts with uh, your question, right? Portaguard Labs. You you have to, you must have a, a threat intel strategy. Uh, most organizations I've worked with have a have multiple threat feeds with an aggregator that allows your team to consume in one location, but then what? If your intel team is just rebranding a report, then how helpful really is it? We need context and relevance. Both are important and should be considered when building your strategy. The data should be available to your engineering teams, your vulnerability management teams, your SOC, et cetera. Um, you, you, you kind of see this theme here, right? Everyone should have this information from a, from an Intel perspective. Um, and then do you, do you just gather the Intel or report it? Communicate that Intel out. Now at a high level, that covers your first question. The second is a little harder to be prescriptive because every manufacturing site, every supply chain hub, Every organization is a snowflake. 
one size does not fit all. However, I do believe that if you can get back to the basics and work on the resiliency plans, test those plans, look for ways that they will, they will and could fail, and they create a mitigation strategies, then you're headed in the right direction. I was, I was monitoring a panel just yesterday, and, and we often ask, you know, what is that last question? What advice would you give to someone who is starting or inheriting a cybersecurity strategy? And I like the advice one of the panelists gave. Uh, paraphrasing this is, it's not easy. Expect the unexpected and pivot when that happens. That's awesome. So, so my, I have two new bumper stickers, uh, context and relevance. So I'm just going to put that one on the bumper. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the other one is expect the unexpected and pivot when that happens. I, I love that. That's a great answer. So to what level does staff training and education impact cybersecurity risk? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we could be here for, for, for days too, right? Um, I think we'd all agree that people, process, and technology, people is, is the greatest risk in the organization. That is not to say it's, it's intentional. It's taking documents home to work after hours, right? It's, it's letting someone tailgate, you through, tailgate through with you uh, through, through a badge door just because their hands are full. You're just trying to be nice. It's clicking on that link in your email too quickly because you're just super busy. Education isn't just making sure your cybersecurity team has the latest certification. It's also ensuring the accounting intern knows not to issue a payment because the, they received an email from the CEO who has forgotten their wallet at some random location. The education of staff is never complete and it needs to be considered more than yearly, a, a yearly checkbox. Yeah, well, speaking of checking the box, what does uh, what role does compliance with relevant regulations and standards uh, play in business risk? Yeah, so I see it like this. Standards provide you with the direction. Regulations provide you with those guardrails, oversight, if you will, right? As for the role they play on business risk, they should give each security organization a platform to open the discussion with the business on compliant versus secure versus risk. And I, when I say risk, I really mean risk tolerance, right? Every company will have a different level of, of tolerance. My advice is to not step, not to stop with compliance, but to understand your individual risk tolerance as that that can help you to understand where you're in, you want to invest beyond the standard. So just keep in mind, risk tolerance equals likelihood plus the impact divided by the security controls. And so if you don't understand where, what that fits is the security controls, that's your standards, right? So to have that in place, that will tell you where you need to invest your time and your efforts and money. Uh, the timeless equation. I like it. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and, and, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Take 5. For more information about OT, visit our website, www.fortinet.com forward slash OT. The Take 5 podcast is brought to you by Fortinet. Secure your digital acceleration with the performance and scale needed to detect and prevent threats across an organization's entire infrastructure, including networks, endpoints, and clouds. Mm -hmm.